Standing Strong, the daily podcast of the Clemson Foothills Church. My name is Lucas, and I'm glad you joined us today. Today we're going to be talking about being on mission in the Church of Jesus Christ. First we're going to start with Matthew 16, verse 18. And he says to Peter, And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I'm in awe at this verse. Not so much of God's ability to do it, but God's desire to build a church upon the rock of his kingdom. You see, God built and created this earth and everything that's in it. He created light and dark, and he created man, and he created us to be in the image of him. Yet now he comes back as Jesus and says, I'm going to build this church. I'm going to build this church to glorify me. Back in 2017, I was on a mission trip with my church, and we had gone to the Dominican Republic to work with a small church um, in a small little town, only about 1,000 or 2,000 people in the middle of the Dominican desert. In between these mountains, these were small farming communities called Bates. Much of their income and their livelihood relied on the sugarcane industry and farming as well. When we went to this mission trip, we our goal was to build relationships with these people. And not only did we build relationships, but did we learn more about what it meant to be on mission. And no, it was not about building a roof or putting in a new floor for this church. Jesus teaches that following him is much more than just sitting in a building on Sunday morning for two hours. Jesus wants us to be missional, to spread the kingdom of God. The first thing we can do is know that we are not restricted to a sanctuary. Jesus meant quite the opposite. There was never a time where Jesus said, we need to build this building and we need to preach inside of it so that other people learn. No, he said, gather. He said, eat. He said, break bread. And he taught. And then he said, go out and live. In Ephesians 2, 19 through 22, It is written, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you are also being built together in a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. While this is a building analogy, there is nothing in this verse that indicates that God wants us to be in a building. The building is made up of people. And even more reassuring yet challenging is the fact that Christ Jesus himself is the cornerstone, the very foundation of your being, the one that has given you life and the one that has now called you to be on mission in this world. In this time of coronavirus and political unrest across the world and difficulties within our own church communities, I think that God is calling us to change our idea and to change our paradigm of what mission is. We've had this idea that mission may potentially be just going to a place and doing work and coming home. No, mission doesn't necessarily mean that we have to go somewhere. Jesus wants us to be in others' lives, and he made us to be the church, us to be the church, interacting with, loving on, and supporting others. 
and caring for others. And while this is our main call, by no means are we going to do this on our own. And by no means is this going to not get done if we don't do it. God is always on the move. In 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 through 18, he says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Paul makes it very clear that we are the temple in which Christ resides. The Holy Spirit dwells within us so that we might be God's voice in this world. And the awesome thing about this whole mission is that God doesn't need us. He wants us. God wants us to live a life worthy of Him, to live a life that's holy and on mission for Him. God wants you. He would leave the 99 to find you, just you. And he wants you on mission. This is amazing news that he does not need you. He wants you. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9-10, through 10, it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. We have the freedom in Christ to go out there and try. To go out there and work for his kingdom. Not everything is going to be perfect. But we have to live a life of being on mission. We have to live an Acts 2 life. Where they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need, in verse 45. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number, day by day, those who were being saved. At the Last Supper, Jesus said, To remember me. He called us to remember him. In times of doubt, in times of despair, in times of viruses, in times of political unrest, in times of extreme heartache, God said, remember me. To be on mission is to remember Jesus and to act as Jesus act and to give like Jesus gave. Lord, I ask that you help us to look more like you, to help us to press into you, help us to be fearless in this time because we know where we are going. God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. Amen. When I was leaving the Dominican Republic for our mission trip, I realized that God didn't need us there, but God wanted us there to be on mission, to build relationships, and most importantly, to glorify him.